Hello and welcome to Balance City with your host, me, moi, Danielle. We're going to talk all about the juicy stuff, about relationships, about business, about mental health, all the things when it comes to the journey of life, right? And what you'll see along the way is no one's perfect. We all have our shit, (laughs) to be frankly honest. And I am so thankful that you're here to be on this journey with me. And I'm going to have some epic guests sharing their story. And I just cannot wait to get this started. So let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I am so excited that you all are here. And today I have an incredible woman here. We met on Clubhouse. And I I say this every time, Clubhouse, if you are not on the app, you are missing out. There are some exceptional people on this app. Um, I have Beth here who, Beth, I I want you to just, I'm going to pass the mic right away and kind of give a little intro and then we'll get get to the nitty gritty of it. Sure. Hi, everybody. My name is Beth Nydick. I'm a New Jersey-based publicity and business strategist, which means I support my entrepreneurs in earning media, but I also support them in making sure their business is ready to monetize so they can have more credibility, more clients, and lots and lots of cash. I love that. And that was, that was, so, <laughs> quick. That was like so quick. That was perfect. Um, so let's talk about publicity for a second. Totally. Um, I, a lot of people don't you know, know how important it is to, you know, in order to level up your business. So let's talk about like, what kind of tips can you give to even start out with publicity and getting yourself out there? Well, before we even get to the tips of how we're doing it, I want everyone to understand like why we need visibility and publicity, Mm -hmm. right? We need people Mm -hmm. to see us. Mm -hmm. And I like to use media because it's more fun. Like, Mm -hmm. like, to be honest, you know, I don't want to do a webinar. I don't want to like, be in the DMs. Hey, you know, whatever in the DMs, I'm so bad at that. But I like (laughs) to use credible foundations, credible platforms to get people to see who, what I'm about and what I'm doing, because what we really need for our businesses, and this is why I talk about it, is because more visibility in media equals more traffic to you. Mm -hmm. I think when people think about publicity, they're like about the fame of it or being on things. But what it actually means, and what, like as we're, because we're business owners, right? And we're not hobbyists. We're not doing this for fun. We're doing it to make money. The more visibility, the more traffic. I actually did another amazing podcast this week, and I think I had twenty something new followers on Instagram. Like that's right. They mm-hmm. heard me, liked me enough to see what I was talking about, enough to follow me. But what did I do? I didn't stop there. I connected with each of them by give, sending them a DM and I asked questions like, what are you working on today? And I have conversations going because they're kind of warm leads. They've heard me already. They might be in on what I'm about. And that's the way to make money from your visibility. So going back to the tips, um, I always say start, start at home, mm. start grassroots. Who do you know that has a podcast? You know, Danielle, call her, text her, <laughs> message her, right? Who do you know that has some sort of media? And don't disregard your town's paper, your high school's TV station. I started at my high school's TV station. You know, so That's your church's newsletter, your temple, like whatever, your college alumni. Every If you went to a school like I, I went to Ithaca College. And on the alumni page on the website, you can put updates on what you're doing. I update that thing all the time. You know, and I went to a high school that has the same kind of thing. I do that all the time. 
So I think when people think media, they think Good Morning America, which right. is media. Right. Yep. But attainable places to start are really um, in your neighborhood. I mean, I, I hope you guys are writing this down because honestly, it's so true. Like what you just said, people already go to that extreme of media is getting on Good Morning America, the Today Show, uh, all the type of, of, of that type of stuff and not really looking inward on what they already have. So I think that that's so important. And I kind of want to talk about also, like, if you're going to go that route of, you know, asking somebody, you know, or not even, um, people might be nervous, right? They might be a little Mm -hmm. bit secure. So what kind of advice can you give to those people that are like, I have this business, right? But, and I have these somewhat uh, people that I know, but how do I ask that? Like, I, I, (laughs) I feel uncomfortable. Like, what can you share? What can you tell them? Okay, Danielle, people who don't live in the East Coast might not like this. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's get there. Let's get there. I love it. Get over your effing self. Yes. Like that's yeah. really the answer. Like mm-hmm. I have to be honest. And if somebody comes to me to want to be in one of my group programs or work with me one-on-one and they tell me they're scared, I'm like, you're not ready for me. I'm mm-hmm. not your person. So it's funny that you ask, because I ask that question a lot and I give a lot of like Jersey love. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right? I love it. So that piece is like, what are you nervous about? Like, let's talk about what that nerve comes from, where that self-worth comes from, because what we actually do in business is actually personal development as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. The more you can develop who you are and your personal brand, which goes along with you showing up, you being yourself, not pretending to be somebody else and not shooting your, you know, whatever the crazy that you do to yourself, because we all do the crazy. Mm-hmm. And understanding that the passion you have for what you do is something somebody else in the world needs to hear to help improve their lives. And if you think about it person by person, rather than this, what if my whole neighborhood hears me and they don't like what I have to say? It's a mind shift. What if my whole neighborhood hears me and they're so proud of me? Hmm. Because we worry about the haters. And I have to tell you, I've been doing this for about 20 years. I don't have that many haters. I get a lot of like, you're cute. You want to have a sugar daddy? I get all that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't get the, you I, suck, yeah. you're ugly. No, I did get somebody tell me I look like a peanut. So I think <laughs> I was using peanut? like a very, perp- a very brown filter. I think on Instagram or something. I think I look a little tan. <laughs> oh my God, I love But it. we're so worried about what people are thinking. They're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves and they're going, oh, Danielle's has a podcast. I could never do that. I can't, I can't be on a podcast. They're not thinking how awesome you are or how horrible you are. So if you can take that off the table, the other advice I have for moving through fear, because I'm not saying when I was thinking over it, we all have fear. I have fear showing up sometimes too. You just can't let it stop you. So if you have a plan and you're putting one foot in front of another, there isn't room for that fear to come in. Mm -hmm. Because if your plan is I'm going to be on Danielle's podcast, and then I'm going to promote Danielle's podcast. And my goal is to have one person connect with me for that podcast. There's no place for fear. Then you have this, you have this succinct goal that's attainable and that'll make you feel good. We, you know, we, we get so big and we look at, I, you know, I have entrepreneurs say this to me often um, about where I am in my business and what goes on in my business. I'm like, you have to realize I've been doing this, not 20 years. I take, I take that back 20 years. I've been married, but I've been an online entrepreneur since 2009. Like I've been in this business for a long time. So if I'm doing something or I know something differently, it has no bearing on you. I was actually watching a Gary, do you know Gary V? 
Of course, of course, yeah, yeah. So he actually, I think it was a TikTok today or something on his social was like, no one cares about you, stop. Like that's exactly <laughs> what he said this morning. And I was like, you're right. Nobody cares that I'm not wearing makeup or my hair is dirty or whatever, like whatever it is. It's not, I showered this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true because what you're saying is you can't compare someone's page a hundred to yes. your page one. So I think that's so relevant. And I think that's like the number one thing that people just like can't get over. And I love those tips that you gave. I think I think if my listeners are going to like, I hope you guys are writing this down because it's that that was like those were gems as we call it on Clubhouse, <laughs> dropping gems. Drop it. Um, but let's talk about fear for a second for you in the business when you like when you had that opportunity because you were on the Drew Barrymore show, right? right? Yep. So let, let's talk about that for a sec. Were, was there any fear in that? How did it like? How did it even come about? Sure. Oh. So um, I have a friend who's a producer there. Okay. He was previously a producer at the Tamron Hall show. And then he went to Nick Cannon. You know, like we've been friendly for a while. Um, and he knew that one of my goals was to be on her show. So when an audience opportunity came up that he knew that I would be a part of, that I could be a part of, he called me. He texted me. He didn't call me. <laughs> and I saw it as an opportunity to show the other producers and his bosses, hey, she can be on camera. She looks good. So, you know, of course I look cute. And she can speak. And I had, and because, you know, since I'm a former TV producer, I feel like a lot of producers are like, okay, she's good because she knows the drill. She knows mm-hmm. what things happen. Mm-hmm. Was I, was I afraid? I was, no, I was really so excited. I'm, I love live TV. I do cocktails. So I'm also a cocktail cookbook author. Yeah. And my, my kids say, uh, mom does Mom makes bourbon cocktails at 9 a.m. on national TV. And that's what they, <laughs> I know, it's so funny. But, but they, you know, I do, I make not, you know, I do a lot of regional because I want to do that Drew Barrymore, Good Morning yeah. America. I want my own segment. I want the whole thing. Um, and I do that a lot. And it's funny that you talk about fear because I had a speaking engagement this morning mm-hmm. and it was at a conference, but before I had my talk, there were Reiki sessions being offered. So I sat down, it was really cool. I sat down with a Reiki girl, Reiki woman. And she goes, she says, you're not nervous. And I was like, no, I'm not nervous in front of people I don't know. You put a room full of people that I do know, mm. I'm going to be, my knees are going to be shaking a little bit. I do, <laughs> I say to my husband all the time, like, I get nauseous the five minutes before the camera goes on. But once the camera goes on, but again, I've been an actress for a lot of my life growing up. I've had a lot of training. I was a TV producer. So, but if you were, afraid then you're alive mm, I love that it's so true it's you so know, it's true just, it's using the fear instead of it letting it control you and control how you're being you know if you get on a stage and you say to the audience oh my god I'm so nervous and then keep talking they're rooting for you that's a mm. connection point that's a resonation point that's a I couldn't get on stage and best nervous getting on stage like that's a place to actually play and allow other people to see you and connect with you rather than no one can see I'm nervous. Everyone gets, I'm sure freaking Tony Robbins and Drew Barrymore gets oh, nervous every time she goes on too. It's, I have a friend who was a MTV host and she used to interview all these um, rock bands. And she, she tells a story how they would come off and be like, was that okay? And she was like, they play in front at Madison Square Garden. You're asking me if it's okay in front of a studio audience? Like, really? <laughs> but, you know, 
A-list actors still get nervous. So it's a part of what we do. It's a part of life. I just really think that you have to use it for you instead of against you. And there's some people that can, you know, can like read into themselves and really work with that and Mm -hmm. then gain that like knowledge of, okay, this is my, my power. I'm ready for this. Like I can do this. I can do this. And then there's some people that they just can't get, you know, get, can't get past that. But I think with what you shared, I think that that was incredible. Um, So what kind of things now, now you're, you're doing all the things you're like, you're, you wrote this book, you're, you're in media, you're, you know, you're doing all the things, right? How do you keep yourself sane? (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Right? I mean, Uh, I'm freaking crazy. Are you kidding me? I'll be completely honest with you. I got an email from a woman, not just to me, like an email from a woman who I really enjoy. I've been in her programs before. I watch what she does on social media. She was looking for somebody to fill a position with her team. I emailed her back and had an interview on Friday. And I I had dinner with my husband. He's like, what did you do? He's like, I'm so surprised you did that. And I was like, I'm really like, I'm at a place right now that I'm growing again. Mm -hmm. And when you grow, it's really hard. And I even wrote, I wrote her an email this morning and I was like, I really enjoyed talking to you. I, but I have to tell you what's been happening with me. I hope, I, and I wrote, I hope you don't feel like I wasted your time because I really enjoyed it. Like, and she wrote me back a very nice note. But I wrote to her, I'm in that place where you're growing and you want to run away. Mm. And your email allowed me a space and a path to run away. But I understand by talking to my husband and really thinking about it, that that's, I was running and I acknowledge that I was doing that, but I don't want to do that because I wrote, I'm not that small. Oh, I love that. But that's, that's, that. that's what we all go through. And it's not, yeah. it's not, a, it's a six figure, seven figure, eight figure, nine figure. It doesn't matter where you are in your business when you're getting to the next level. Well, I want to run away. <laughs> Everyone does. They're like, this is too hard. I don't want to be me anymore. I just can't be me in the universe. It's just too much. And then mm-hmm. I get over it. But a lot of it's, it's really hard. And, you know, I talk to my coaches, I talk to my friends who are also entrepreneurs. My husband, who's not an entrepreneur, goes, what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but what you just said, but what you just said is so important because I also think that you need to have those people too, to balance you. Because I I always say that success is no fun alone. And when you have those moments, it is important to lean on those types of people and knowing when you're, you're at that point of running away and then coming back. And uh, no, I truly feel that. I truly feel that. I think you, so I tell my audience, Mm. I didn't tell them this time, but a couple was in February, March, I was in Florida visiting my parents and I was just feeling it. Mm. And I legit went on social and it's on my feet. And I was like, I was just not having this morning. I sucked. Everything sucks. My business sucks. Like da, da, da. And then I got an email that somebody wants to work with me. And then I was fine. Like, it's just, this is this up and down. It's, I, I don't, I think it's for everybody else. I don't know. Right. It's a hundred percent. It's for everybody else. Yes. Everybody, it's just yes. the way it is. And the pressure of getting through it. Like I said before, developing yourself as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a person, that's the real crux of what needs to happen. Because look at the people that you think are amazing. Mm. You know, how well do you know who they are? How much do you show who they, like, I feel like they really show us who they are. That's why they resonate with so many people. That's why they have this huge audience and this huge business. 
Um, and when I say huge, I don't mean numbers, meaning like I can have a very successful year with less than 20 clients. Mm-hmm. Depends what you do, depends what your programs are. So I'm meaning that you have people in your sphere who like what you say, like what you do, and like you enough to give you your money, their money, because you can make an impact on their lives, on their business and themselves. I work one-on-one with clients a lot. And a lot of the conversations have nothing to do with business. But mm. it's what helps me and it's what, it's what I do with my coaches. It's what helps them get to the next level. Because when you're going to make your first appearance on your local ABC station, you're going to freak out a little. Yep. No, I totally agree with that. And the next part I kind of want to talk about is I'm going to stir back to publicity for a second. And there's so many things out there that, you know, um, that are, they're, they're scammers, right? Yeah. So, so. Who can you trust? Who can you not? How do you tell the difference? Let's go. Let's go there. For okay. A sec. So there is earned media and yeah. paid for media. And then there's fake media. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do your research. I get recently, I've been getting a whole bunch of these like 40 under 40 or 30 under 30. There was one with 30 under 40. I'm in my late 40s. And I was like, I'm not in the 30 under 30 or the 30 under 40 or whatever it was. Like, I, that's not me. Or there's another guy out there who does a lot of emails and he, I see him a lot and he puts out um, platforms that you could be on for $1,500 that don't really exist or that he owns. Mm. Nobody, no real person is going to get you in Forbes, Business Insider, Fast Company, Inc., Martha Stewart or Omnicrom, which is Oprah and all that stuff, for $1,000. That is all earned media. When you see paid media, there's that little ad on top. Yeah. That's how you know it's paid. It's actually, I think, against the law to not tell, like even with bloggers, remember, I don't know if you were a blogger, but I was a blogger when we had to write ad in it or yeah. you know, that, that mm-hmm. kind of in it. Um, so when it's too good to be true, it's too good to be true. The other part of it is I always say, do not pay for media. Flat okay. out, don't pay to speak. Don't pay to be in something. Because that is earned media is where you get, that's why it's earned. You get the credibility from it being earned. It's like paying for followers. Right. Or earning followers. And think of it that way. I think that's so important because I, like I said, I think it's, I mean, people just get, you know, caught up in that bad part of it and then they get screwed over yeah. and it's terrible. It's, but I think it's, it's so important to, like you said, to do your due diligence and Google's there for a reason. If you can't find Google, <laughs> if you can't find yeah, it in so Google, right. yeah, if you can't find it in Google, then connect with people that you might know. I mean, it, it's so important. I, I think mean, it I, was the editor of Entrepreneur. I'm pretty sure it was Entrepreneur. He got an email from somebody saying, hey, I paid $1,500 or $5,000, like ridiculous amount of money to this writer um, for me to be in the magazine, but I never got anything. And basically he was like, you got scammed. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're, if you're interested, go on Twitter. I think is where it was. If you Google, I'm sure you can find it too. When you want media, and if you're doing this as an honest business owner, there's no there's no skipping. You know, you might get picked up for Good Morning America. I got picked up for Dr. Oz years ago. I had, I was just starting out. You know, the the producer liked my content. So so like the rule of thumb: if somebody's coming to you for money for media, move on. That I would say that's my that's really the the crux of it. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten those messages like we've helped uh, Grant Cardone and and all this type <laughs> of stuff, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, but no. the other one is the it's a giveaway or it's like if you 
promote this person on Instagram. We yes. can guarantee I'm, like that. Not, none of that stuff. It's like too good to be true. Too good to be true. Like that's, so it's you hear it part. You've heard it first here, guys. Take, <laughs> like, that this is this is you need to definitely write this down if you're you know so you don't get scammed and all that all yeah. that mix. But um, the last question I kind of want to ask you is you know you're a mom, have a family. So when you when you look at your family, right? Mm-hmm. What what kind of legacy do you want to leave them? I can see my legacy already, to be honest. I love that. Um, I love that. My yeah. kids are 18 and 20. Mm-hmm. Um, my oldest transferred to a new school in January. He's a strength and conditioning. He wants to be a strength and conditioning coach. He went to school and he emailed all the strength and conditioning coaches on campus. And as a freshman second semester, within two weeks of being on campus, got himself an amazing uh, internship. Mm. That's me seeing my legacy. He, I didn't tell him to do it. We didn't have a conversation about it, but he sees what I do. He listens to my podcast interviews. He listens to what I do. Um, and I always tell this to young moms, like whatever you're doing now, you'll see in 10 years, I promise. Because they're watching. And even if you don't think they're watching, they actually are. My younger son, um, he has his own podcast as well. And the way that he interacts in the world is. I'm in awe of him sometimes. He's also, mm-hmm. he's also the most, com- the person, the only person I know who is the most comfortable in his own skin. He was born that way. I love that. As a two-year-old, he was that way. And for him, he doesn't understand why people stop themselves. He doesn't understand why people don't stand up for themselves. Like it doesn't compute for him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is, is nature, but I do take a little credit and I do take the nurture part. So I know that my kids are, loving and open and okay to be vulnerable having boys i was very intentional on their emotional iq mm. you know they're very they open doors a, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> they do all that mm-hmm. stuff too but um so for me honestly if i do nothing else in my life i know i'm a good mom because i see how they act and i see what they're creating for their futures in their career and not just as people i I absolutely love that. And also <laughs> with the amount of people that I've interviewed so far, it's you and somebody else that said, I'm already living the legacy because it's true. You don't, you don't, it doesn't end when, you know, we're no longer here. It's forming as we're still here. So I love that. I love the beauty of that. Like that's yeah. just, and I, I actually can see you just, I'm envisioning you actually looking <laughs> at, at your son and, and whatnot, doing all these things. You're right. No, it's true. It's, 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 it's an well, incredible thing. I appreciate that. So my parents were entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents owned several different companies. Um, they, they've created things out of ideas. So I definitely come from it, from watching them. I would say I'm, I think I excel a little bit at sales. And it comes from literally driving in the car with my dad on his cell phone. My dad, my dad likes toys. So he had a cell phone in the early eighties. Um, but listening to how he would enroll people in the idea. And it's not that like sleazy sales tactics or whatever. It's like showing people the, the solution and how you can help them create that solution for themselves or how you can allow them to see how your solution works for them. And it's a very emotional connection that you need to make in what I do. And, and I think from watching them create not some huge things out of nothing, 
mm-hmm. allowed me to see the possibility of whatever I wanted to create, I could. And my mom also never, <laughs> I've been telling this story lately. Um, I'll share it with you guys. My mom used to call my outfits costumes in high school. <laughs> okay. So I just, <laughs> I distinctly remember I had a jean outfit. So it was a jean jacket and matching skirt, but it was yellow and it had painted <laughs> rockets, purple and black rockets uh, on it. I love it. I love it already. So this was probably like 88, nine around. Uh Um, And I remember coming down my stairs and my mom was like, that's such a great costume. She never gave me like those parameters of like fit into this or do this. And I was like a chunkier kid. And she, I never felt like I was a chunky kid because she never gave, she never gave me those parameters. And I was bullied as a kid, but my mom jokes that I was bullied, but I never knew I was bullied because I never, I was, like I never understood why they were acting that way. And I guess because of who I am and I'm a little bit of an empath, I, I would see like their trauma. I'd be like, Oh, their mom, not, 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 their mom's not nice to them or like they're hurting rather than like they're mean to me. So I, I think I had more of like that spiritual upbringing and that like being very in touch with who you want to be and then creating that possibility around that idea. So allows that allows a lot of space. There's a, there's not a, there's a negative side to that too. Like I wish oh, I had true, true. You know, yes, more yes. parameters sometimes, but I feel like I give my kids the best of both of those sides. And, um, my parents are very involved in their lives and so are my in-laws. So I firmly believe families great in that way and allows other people to, to reflect who my kids are becoming mm-hmm. and to give them that positive feedback because my oldest, um, is a very good look. We're both very good looking boys. My oldest is happens to look like a movie star and his whole life, people would say stuff to him. Like his whole life, people would come up to me like, your son's so beautiful. Like they would say, you know, say all this stuff. Right. To him. And I think that he just thought it was me, mm. you know? So, it, and I'm not bragging that he's like a good looking kid. Like he's the, he's the most humble child. I'm always like, can you like brag a little? No, <laughs> no um, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take it. You know, when you save that space of ultimate possibility for yourself, mm-hmm. right? You can see a lot of different things, and that when other people can reflect that for you, then you have some parameters. You know, it's just then you have to listen to the parameters. But sometimes, sometimes it takes twenty years to be able to listen to it. You know, I can tell you something, but you can't hear it until four or five years from now. You're like, Beth said that thing. Yeah. Or maybe even not remember I said it, but heard it enough that you can bring it into your future. Um, and I live in that space of nothing means anything until I make it mean something. Mm-hmm. I, I need to like, um, when this is, I'm going to write all these quotes because there were like so <laughs> many, there, there were so many good ones in this whole conversation. I mean, though, that, so was, that was great. <laughs> no, but, but I think that was, that was such a beautiful statement overall of what you said and it's so true because I mean it's like my, my mom says all the time like you're gonna know when you have your your own child you're gonna know and but no I just I just like I want to like savor that moment I want to take a <laughs> moment for all that what you just said but I appreciate that my, my, my mom said that too but I was much worse than my kid <laughs> but, but I, I, I wanted to repeat that is that yes. you create the you create what everything means so mm-hmm. Danielle emailed me or followed up with me and I could have not answered her. Danielle could be like, she sucks or I suck. She does. I'm not good enough for her to be on my podcast. I must be hard. You could have done all those things. Or you could have said, she didn't respond to my email. So you sent me another one. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Like there's a difference. You can have that different conversation with yourself. And when you live in the, I always say it's like, there's two stories in the truth. If you can live in the facts that I just didn't email you back and not make it mean anything, then it's a lot easier to do what we do because yeah. a lot of us make no one signed up for my program. No one commented my lot. No one liked my stuff. We make that mean so much about us. And what it really means is that your systems might need to be better. It doesn't mean anything about you. Again, it comes back to personal development. Like, oh yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Um, I absolutely love all of that. And lastly, what I want to what I want to ask you is, where can my listeners find you? <laughs> like, any things that are going on? Like, tell us all the things so I could put everything in the show notes. Oh, I appreciate it. So you can find me at deathnightic.com. That's NY Dick, New York Dick. And right there on the top, you can see my get media now magazine it's actually 10 pages of articles and worksheets to get you and your business ready for media get on my email list there and you can find out all about the great stuff coming up um i do have a five-week high touch group program coming up this summer i've been i do it every other month i love doing it because it's women that um maybe don't have the funds right now to work with my agency but i can still help them get that one pitch together find out who to pitch it to and get them out and we're having great success I say it's five weeks to your next media hit and it's called, I'm calling it be seen, be heard, be in the media. Oh, I love that. I I love that. There'll be a wait list. I'll send you a link. There'll be a wait list. Perfect. Perfect. And um, if you guys love this episode, please tag the two of us. We'll, we'll share it on social media. We'll show you some love, but Beth, I truly appreciate your time and I'm just grateful for this connection. I can't wait to meet you knowing that you're not that far away. Let's, let's get a, let's grab a drink. A hundred percent. We'll meet in the city. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you so much. Thanks, Danielle.